Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandis Anderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining us is Evgeny. Hello. <laughs> did, you, did you just become I'm Batman? <laughs> Where's Rachel? Where is she? Where is she? It's like, but you, you, you're, you're preparing for being in the new Batman movie, clearly. Because yeah, nothing no, it, says that's... Batman like a, a short uh, <laughs> Eastern European man. <laughs> Perfect. It's, that's uh, solid it's easier to uh, It's easier to punch him in the below the bat belt. Yeah, <laughs> below the bat belt. Also joining us is Danielle. Welcome. Better known as Fell Candy everywhere. Yes. Uh, and I am Chaos, and we're gonna talk about dark one we're recording this the day after it came out so it's very fresh in our mind i read it this morning like i do all the graphic novels that we do on the show <laughs> i watched the day of um but th- this is brand new brand new brandon sanderson stuff and uh so we'll go talk about that in just a second we have a little bit of news we don't want to go into too much detail but since the last episode we got a big stream about the Way of Kings Kickstarter details. And so I'll, we'll put a link down below uh, if you want to look at our very extensive news article on it. Uh, we also did a news article about uh, introducing people to the Cosmere. So if you uh, want to get into that uh, and you're not fresh on some terminology, you can go check that out. And also, Grace wrote a lovely post on everything we know about Rhythm of War. And then found a bunch more things that we also knew about Rhythm of War that weren't tagged on our canon. So, uh, turns out we know a lot. Turns out we know a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, go check those out. Um, was there any other news? I don't think so. Uh, no, but Kickstarter will launch. Oh, yes. A July few 7th. days after this episode goes live. Yep. So, yep. if you are watching this, the Friday or the Saturday or the weekend. It's, uh, it's very soon. If you're watching this three ready. years from now, <laughs> this will totally ready. be a, a relevant, like every news segment ever on any podcast. You're right. Yes. That's, uh, that's how it works. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about dark one. what do you guys think? It's good. It's it, good. Finally, we have a, like a good friend. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I was I surprised to defend the graphic novel medium anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, it so, yeah. so I I liked it, and it also makes so one it makes me really excited to see where not only the graphic like the dark one graphic novels go to, but like the rest of the dark one universe goes right. Yeah, that's, it that's also true. makes me excited to see the sequels to White Sand. Yeah, let's hope Dynamite doesn't have those. Well, but but even if they do, this I think like the the production quality of Dark One shows to me how much yes, how much Volt is better than than Dynamite. <laughs> uh, well, I shouldn't say that. How much the cooperation between Dragonsteel and Volt is better than the cooperation between Dragonsteel? There and, you go, and Dynamite. Uh, but like, so at least one of these parties will be a factor in in future white sand productions so and and that one party is now enriched 
by experience. Yes. Danielle, what do you think? I loved it. I am not a big graphic novel reader, but I am a fan of the arts. And yes. just seeing his work as a visual medium that is a completely new IP was amazing. And I, I gobbled it up. I read it in like 45 minutes or an hour. And then I had to go back and like look at new scenes and stuff that I missed because I was so excited to get to the next page. There was a lot I really of detail. Liked it. Yeah, there surprisingly. I, I went through the first maybe third. Like I was actually trying to keep notes for the copper mind. And then like a yeah. third way or a halfway through, I was like, no, I'm just going to I'm just going to enjoy this thing. Yeah, yeah you, you got to enjoy on the first read. Uh, copper Minds reread territory for mm -hmm. sure. Well, I read that excerpt a few times while we were <laughs> waiting for it to come out, probably three times. And so I, I'm really good at that part, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to reread it and reread it again to really get all the little details and nitty gritty. In case you didn't know, Felcandy makes incredible fan art of lots of things so she is very much into the arts uh yes <laughs> which is why we wanted to have an artist on the gra uh, on a graphic novel episode rather it's than the perfect one for my first shard cast yes uh and we're not it's... gonna do blow by blows like the white sand ones because that did not work <laughs> that, that was yep, a bad it's also, idea it's also a big big graphic there are 200 pages of this thing yeah mm -hmm. yeah and lots of dialogue, lots of pages with dialogue on it, which That's is perfect for us. But a lot of detail in like the art and like like it does kind of because there's so much going on, you do need to like slow down a bit because you can yes. miss a lot of the detail. Uh, but yeah. actually kind of a good thing because it gives you some world flavor and stuff. Yeah, And it's like th there's a lot of dialogue, but there's never too much dialogue yeah for sure like there's always a good balance between like the dialogue the pacing and the art yeah i totally agree um uh, maybe in a couple of places but it was overall i i would say those those were outliers mm -hmm. and like i liked the art you could tell what was happening like that was mm -hmm. great that was, that was this is really I really good. like the character designs and oh my god, Dark One's armor is so cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's it is. pretty cool. It is. It's like uh, a Dark Souls boss or something. <laughs> well, even like uh the 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 princess's armor and stuff, mm -hmm. like it's just yes. it's, it's good. Yeah, I was surprised how much I liked it. And a few plot twists, uh, like one that I called, one that I didn't really call, uh, just like kind of mixing with the the magic. We don't get too much of the magic. Uh, but there are a few no. things that were told, that, and so we kind of know a little bit what's going on. Uh, and this does say volume one, so I guess we're getting like three of these. I read that somewhere. I have not been able to find that since. Yeah, I know. But I, I definitely I, read it I somewhere. I saw three installments. Look, mm -hmm. I trust your judgment and memory much more than mine, Ian, so that, that's fine. But on the spine, it does say volume one, so we're mm -hmm. getting more of these. But yeah, I'm way more excited about the Dark One universe and the J. Michael Straczynski show. Like, oh yeah, give me that. I'm I'm gonna be there for that. Cause that will be awesome. And we have the two confirmed audio dramas coming out, I think, uh, next yeah. year. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, that was some dark, news. Yeah. Dark Prophecies is one of them, and Forgotten, I it's think, is for the other one. Go to 17shard.com for all your news discussion. Or, or historical prophecies or something like that. It was, it was it's something like prophetic like, histories. Prophetic histories. Oh, there oh you go. sure. Well, 
Eh. Actually, look at the news article, but <laughs> historic um... prophecies, prophetic histories. How would you have a prophetic history? Because it's awesome. Like prophetic history <laughs> is just an awesome name. Who cares if we don't know what it means? It it, it, it is interesting the story right? and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, so that that'll be cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, there'll be some audio dramas. So Brandon did talk briefly about them. Yeah, prophetic histories is the novelization of his original idea of his script. So essentially, the the novel without the graphic. Mm. Um, they've probably yes. th- there will probably still be changes. Um. Mm between the novelization and and the graphic novel uh just because different mediums yeah it's it's working off of the same outline rather than being based on the graphic novel itself yeah well it'd be good for Um, people who like a lot of that uh exposition and mm -hmm. inner thoughts Mm. and things and i remember the the forgotten was something wonky it's um it's like a serial style podcast with a journalist tracking a killer, which if there is a minor like throwaway line in the graphic novel referencing that podcast. Oh it's yeah, because there yes, is there about is. a true yeah. yeah, they're totally talking is. to yeah, the lawyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's like which yeah. that that's cool. That that is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Although I, I've been watching a lot of uh, this YouTube channel about uh, law and stuff, and let's just say there there is some liberties taken. In which case, the the entire scene where they go in the judge's chambers, like you would have the prosecution there, but I guess you just not like okay, but well, sure, fine, it, creative liberties, legal accuracy a little low, but you know, that's okay. I'm not. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I was just surprised that I liked it so much. I'm really excited for future stuff. Absolutely. I had faith in Brandon and uh, Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, who I have read other things they've written. So. Oh, yeah. This definitely makes me want to find all of their work and read it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, really good. So let's talk about the characters. Uh. We also probably want to put a big disclaimer saying that we are done with the spoiler-free stuff. I think yeah. we haven't really spoiled anything. No, we haven't spoiled uh, anything that wasn't now, in the prologue. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but now we're gonna we're gonna dig into into spoilers. Yes. Oh man, there's lots um, to talk about. So our our main cast, Paul, his mom, Lynn. Yep. They are dead, presumably. They're non-existing. Well, Zoran, mm-hmm. um, Nikki, mm-hmm. Nikki, the sister, Joffrey Mitchell, aka Nika. Oh yeah, Nika, 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 Nika. Yeah, uh, the White Wizard, Ilarian. Yeah, uh, we have Mister Caligo, also known as Malmaham the Uncalled, the previous Dark One. I totally called uh, that. By the way, that that was, oh, yeah. was like, yeah, that was that seemed pretty obvious to me. I knew he so, had so something to obvious. do with Mirandus, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Rustic, the the charming, charming droll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not an orc, not a goblin. Yeah, Love yeah. Love Rustic. Yep. Goblins um, don't exist. 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, we have the the unfortunately named Crisis. Is that how we're we're supposed to? I don't know. I, don't, uh, I mean, I actually yeah, thought I about how to yeah. pronounce it. It's K R A I S I S. It's like yeah, I guess Crisis. Yeah, of it sure. Crisis. Crisis. Well, something. This is Brandon who likes to pronounce A I like A. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon was probably intending this to be crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that okay is stupid. <laughs> that so. is stupid. Okay, well let's let let's go with crisis just to avoid this. No one in the o- listening to the audiobook can complain about a pronunciation because there is no audiobook. Not so. yet. <laughs> uh, and the princess later on, the queen Fiotora. Yes, I did. You get a name for her father or no? No, I yes, think it's, we did. Um, we did, but I didn't write it down. Oh, yeah. It, was, it started with a G, though. Like, it's like Gos- oh, Gosvik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Geodic. Or, or Gosovich. Depends yeah. on like that. which region <laughs> you want to pronounce it as. Mr. King G. Uh, <laughs> the, the Chronicle King. King. The Chronicle which, King. Which is a cool ass title. It is a cool title. Like, it really does fit with the whole, like, narrative thing. It's like, ah, mm. yes, I'm the Chronicle King. The narrative um, is like a really cool thing. Like that, there's a, like yeah. a lot of cool lines tying into that. I love yep. how the like head lawyer dude at that firm is also the the previous destined one. Like I just thought that was super cool. I thought the princess was really cool. Uh, she she has a I lot of like characters. A lot. I loved yeah. her. She was probably my favorite to read. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably like the secondary protagonist, which ha- is an actual term. Eudoragonist, I think. Oh, I don't know. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the technical term for a secondary protagonist. I, I think going um, forward, like she's gonna have as big a role as Paul. Yeah. 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 I I really enjoyed Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. She, Very interesting character. She didn't have quite as much spot like she's not a main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's definitely a secondary character. Yeah. Right. Um Kind of probably on the same tier as, I would say, Ilarion, uh, the White Wizard. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's one badass lady. Yeah. And I, and I just enjoyed, like, every... Like, she has conviction and she has skill. And she is good at what she does. And what she does is sometimes good. I don't... I, I think she loves the unlovable more than I ever could. Uh, yeah. The, the only well, the thing... media likes to the media likes to demonize like defense lawyers and like movies and things. And so the fact that she has actual convictions and morality and everything, and that shows in her own work that she's willing to sacrifice her career for that is a really interesting character trait that I like to see. Yeah. Uh, but the law stuff kind of, kind of got me a little bit. Cause it's like, why is she like, ah, yes, no, I got to get a win. It's like most trials don't, you never get to trial. Like you, if you're a defense attorney, you're pleading all the time and getting there. So like that kind of got me. But her character was very cool. That that whole plot line, I was like, where are we going with this? So that's why I yeah. started to figure yeah. that the murderer was the previous. Uh, well, I one. yeah, I got that uh, from the page that they were showing all the red highlights on the murders of mm-hmm. each year. 
And the red yeah. is a symbol of the dark one. I mean, yeah. you see it on all of his pages. And yeah. so I kind of put it together that early on. And then I was kind of trying to see what his whole goal in all of this and why are there two dark ones if that is the case? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we got to like the actual trial, mm-hmm. because like it was synced up to the battle, like the, the final climactic battle, it was also like kind of the first battle. But um, I, I thought this was playing into the narrative where it's like they were like the same event oh. playing out like across like worlds, oh, yeah. which didn't yeah. happen. It would have been cool if that that was the thing. I was very excited, and then it's like, oh no, this is just coincidence that these are happening at the same yeah. time. But it it would have been cool. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's a um, um, classic Brandon. Got to switch the POVs in the ending. <laughs> it's like, yep, that it r- really is. Um, uh, one one thing I enjoyed a ton with the characters in this in this graphic novel was that I find it very difficult to slap a label "good evil" on like any of them. Um, yeah, except for for Malmaham, and even with him, like. Yes, he is unquestionably evil, but he's also an interesting kind of evil, right? He's he's he wants to destroy the world, but the reasons that he wants to destroy the world are interesting to me. He probably doesn't think of himself as evil. He probably mm. thinks of himself as the savior. <laughs> no, he he says he's evil incarnate. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> it also seems like he may have like broke the narrative in some way. I, like I think he broke the narrative. I don't think he was supposed to be the Dark One. I don't think there was supposed to be a Dark One yet. And he, by making himself the Dark One, he broke the narrative. That's why he was the uncalled, I think. Yeah, yeah. he liked to read And that's that why place. there wasn't a Destined One that arose after him, with him. Because hmm. Ilarion says, like, it's unprecedented. I'm the only Destined One to fight two Dark Ones. Because one of them wasn't supposed to be a dark one. I oh, think. you know what happened? So, so, so the so the first time around, so two, and, and this is going into plot, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two dark ones ago. Mm-hmm. Dark one rises to power. Ilarion rises as the destined one. They do battle. Ilarion wins. Great. And then Malmaham, the uncalled, rises impromptu mm-hmm. as the dark one there is no other destined one so Illyrian goes but he can't actually defeat this dark one because the narrative requires a destined one to to rise up to the challenge of a dark one and so i bet what he does is he can't win so he shoves malmaham on on earth mm-hmm. and then says oh i defeated the second dark one. I am the only destined one to ever defeat two of them. Wait, n- no, because he was the one who did defeat Mal Mahan. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he didn't kill him, obviously. Yeah, he just kind yeah. of imprisoned he, him I, over I think, on Earth. I, I think, yeah, I think the narrative requires the destined one to defeat and like kill the dark one. So you're saying that he wasn't the destined one? No, he, he was, was destined one for, yeah, for the no. previous round, right? But the previous round was Malmaham. The round before Malmaham 
is is when Valerian rolls as the death. Is that true? The actual death blood. Yes. Yeah. He does say he defeated two of them. One of them is Malmaham. The other one is the one before. I guess I was interpreting the second thing to mean that he was going to kill the Stark one. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he was grooming the new Destined One Crisis, or however you pronounce it, um, to be the one to fight the new Dark One, Paul. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just not so, sure how we're getting two Dark Ones before. I, I, need, I guess I need to... He said that he defeated two. So the first one yep. he defeated, and then Malmahan rose up and he defeated him by sending him to Earth and kind of prison, imprisoning him there. And then Paul shows up. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to treat Krasis as the new destined one to defeat Paul. Yeah. To keep the narrative going. Well, so I think Ilarion also wants to break the narrative. Like, I, yeah. I think yeah, that's... He does. He wants to the change the narrative. I don't think he wants to break it. Because it's like the okay. system is fine in his mind. He just thinks the Dark Ones and Destiny well, he doesn't want from the Mirandas. He doesn't want more Dark Ones. I don't think he says he that. Wanna, doesn't he want to finish, like, make it so that it's always light? No, I think he wants it so that he wants to break the connection to Earth. Yeah. He wants, like, the, the Destined One and Dark One to come from Mirandas. Yeah. All right, okay. So I totally just read this wrong. This the, these these are fresh takes. First time we're talking <laughs> about these. Yeah. Hot, fresh take. The one one of the downsides of a graphic novel versus a novel is that you just don't read as many words and so mm-hmm. like the names and the events don't and Their get motivations as are not as clear. Yeah, well. cuz like yeah. the two dark ones I just thought they were referring to Paul but it's like yeah, right. No, you're totally right. That but is yeah, so, so I think that that's what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he uh, he shoved Malmahan on Earth, claimed mm-hmm. total victory, claimed that he yep. was twice the destined one. Right. Um, now things are going to go bad. And this Krasis uh, yeah. guy, he was never the destined one. No. Because he, he couldn't have no. been because he wasn't from Earth. So Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things Ilarion was trying to do, right? He was trying to... So my impression was... Not that he wanted to move the Destined One and the Dark One to come from Miranda's, but to make it so Miranda's or the Kingdoms of Light don't need a Destined One. Like, they just rise up and go and take care of, of any problem that arises in the, in the Blackened Lands. I, I, no, I think he was still kind of focused on the, there being a Destined One. He was like, I Maybe must like, be the last he- Destined One not of Miranda's. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, he was trying to force the narrative into choosing Krasis as the destined one. Sure. Which, Alarian is a very interesting character. And I definitely think he is the overall villain of the series. I mean, Him and I mean, Mal yeah. yeah, they're they're like both pretty bad. Uh, but mm-hmm. It's hard to say. It's like, oh, Malmahan, yeah, he killed so many. Yeah. Uh, what I think one of the main reasons Ilarion exists is to show that there is darkness in the light. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's that good and like the light isn't good and darkness isn't evil. Yeah. 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 Which, that, like, that's what I mean. Because the draw aren't okay. evil. No. It's no. definitely okay. just talking about oppression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the oppression of the draw and the oppression of the blackened lands in general. 
I loved the moment when the princess killed the king and then ascended. <laughs> like that was I thought that was really cool. It did seem really a little fast. Uh there. It, yeah. it happened a little quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Her queen armor is so cool that I I'll, I'll I'm is. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like that is it, so yeah. cool. Like the, the love panel her. where the people were cheering and like yes. Ilarian was was announcing her, she looked so cool there. Yeah. I and love her- the part when she goes, get me my real armor. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you can also crap. like see on her face in certain panels, like she is definitely not 100% okay with what no, she just no, did. No, she's like oh, she crying. Was, she yeah. was grieving. And she gets yeah. the mm-hmm. crown on her. Like, ah, ah, Which, she's such a good That's character. like such a great thing you can do with graphic novels. Like you can get facial expressions. You don't have to go yeah. into exposition of like, she feels terrible about this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's good when the art, you can see what's on people's face and stuff and like that that helps mm-hmm. uh, and just be like ah yes i get all this emotion mm-hmm. uh i think speaking of character because i think uh it seemed like discord had uh, some issue with uh paul becoming the dark one really quick and so i think we got to talk about that uh which kind of leads us into uh what happened in their past uh and with nika so i think we got to talk about that yes i loved this is probably my favorite plot twist in there where they say the dark one like binds souls and then it's like, oh no, he bound his sister's souls. Like, ah, oh, that was, I really liked that. That was great. Uh, but I was a little, maybe we should just talk about all what's going on with their dad and stuff because there, there's a lot of things that we need to pick apart there. Sure. Good old Zoran... Uh, which totally does not sound like an earth name at all like, no. <laughs> like is he just like i don't know if he's a native mirandus mirandan it, it, imagine imagine the wedding ceremony the like the the, the <laughs> person who officiates going you lin yang and you zoran tannison <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so clearly he has some relationship with Mirandus. And it, I don't think it's clear because he's like vanishing for reasons. Yeah, he had so, a portal to Mirandus. Yep. And like potentially in, in other worlds. Uh, so it, it is unclear, right? Yeah. yeah. Are there office. like just all these other worlds? Because that's kind of what it seemed like in that art panel where... uh. Paul and Nika go into the portal, right? Mm-hmm. That they're going to all and sorts. Green and floating. Yeah, this because well, there's multiple the doors. Legs. Yeah, but but it's also similar to the panel where Paul gets shoved back to Earth. Mm-hmm. So to me, that just looks like what interdimensional space looks like. Like when you when you go through portals, this is what mm-hmm. the ways look like. <laughs> But but it's <laughs> but it's very possible um, that that there do exist other worlds. And then Zoran died. There was this sword, and yes. and then they forgot about him. And I want to so talk about the somebody, forgetting stuff because that was weird. Well, so somebody somebody went to their household and like spoke with Lynn and like told her 
about her husband's death and that, hey, at least it's not going to hurt for long. Be- like, you're going to forget him in a couple of days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think that was Hilarion. I, I, I don't know. Like, in it the guise of, like, the law guy, lawyer guy. Uh, well, it was it was somebody completely out of out of frame. Yeah, because it's just like text, and then there's just dialogue, so we have no. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um. So the the other thing is, to me at least, it read like Maumaham or Maumahan was the one to kill him, because he did like in the final confrontation in the courtroom, he did say something to the effect of him like having so much fun with Zoran. Mm. See, I don't know if the timeline works on that. Because I think Zoran died in Mirandus. He didn't die on Earth. That's a bloody sword. Like, I just don't know what that means currently. Yeah, well, like, no. There was a coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't mean like... 100%, right? Like, he could have died in Miranda's and, like, they could have put him in a coffin and then brought him here for whatever reason. Or just mm-hmm. ceremonial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, when when Caligo, when Maumahan talks about the murders, right? So, mm-hmm. he commits, uh, what was it, 15 that they know about? 15, 15 that they know and about then and then 13. Yeah, right. And when he says the 13, he says... One for each year. Yeah. Yeah. That to me reads that he's been stuck on Earth for 28 years. I agree. Yep. Paul is 17, I believe. <laughs> and his dad dies when he's like four or five. No, a little later than no. that. Uh, well, okay, sure, sure. B- but, but like before 10. Like, when he's a kid. Say, yeah. Maumahan had already been on Earth, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. yeah, so I totally I, agree. Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a large, like, I think there's a precedent for Zoran dying at Maumahan's hands on Earth because of what or who Zoran Tennyson is on Mirandus or was on Mirandus. He definitely mentions Zoran, uh, Maumahan. He does at the end, and and one of the ways he mentions him, which was interesting to me. Um, like he talks to to Lynn, and by being a complete ass about it, Total says ass. that she was the sheath, the sword that guards the light for the sword that got that guards the light of Mirandus. And so, ignoring the fact that he's calling the the wife of a man a sheath, yeah, the sword that guards the light of Mirandus. Sounds a little, not necessarily like a title, mm-hmm. but it, it could be a position of power, especially considering that Ilarion, like when, when he's in the prologue, when he's walking to meet the Chronicle King and he's getting announced, mm-hmm. one of the titles that the announcer gives him is the Arcane no. Shield of Mirandus. No. And so I wonder whether there is another position in the court of the Kingdoms of Light, in the court of the Chronicle King, for somebody like the White Wizard. But like maybe, maybe, maybe the White Wizard is the kind of magical defender of the land, and then there is like a physical, like a knight, the, the, the sword to his sorcery. 
And maybe Zoran was that person. Mm -hmm. Or like a bodyguard for the White Wizard. Sure. Like with Taurus the luck of Miranda's being title? the destined one. What was Feyatora's title? She had a title. Yeah, before she was Chronicle <sighs> Queen. Yeah. I'm wondering if she took up that princess. role. No, it says the destined one is our shining sword, the narrative's chosen, but I am yeah. the kingdom's bloodied blade. And I am Victoria, third of my name, Princess of Light to your Chronicle King, Gossavik. Yeah, I don't think that means much. Yeah. I think it's just a, a way for her to say that she's a warrior. Yeah. How? I have a question looking back at the beginning. How did Alarian know that the Dark One was rising? Yeah, I was wondering about that because he he walks in and says that he's seen the Dark One. It's like I a, think he knew it was Paul. Yeah, because he mentioned yeah, he to his mom about how she was forgetting his birthday, and I think that's kind of a sign because of <gasps> her memory. Getting stuff, yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Now about the forgetting stuff, Malmahan at the end is like saying. Uh, Mirandus is a dream you can't remember, lest this world be revealed for what it is, an echo like me. And so I was wondering, like, how did Paul forget about his sister? But I guess mm -hmm. because when they go back to Earth, they forget about the other stuff, I guess. In some ways. Yeah, so something to that effect. Like, obviously, while Lynn and, and Zoran were married, like... Mm -hmm. the fact that he was a, a Mirandan didn't, didn't play into effect. Like, she didn't forget her husband every day, right? Mm -hmm. I don't... But without him there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and then, he, he wasn't there to reinforce the fact that he was real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, without some, like, anchor, I guess, people from Earth just forget about Mirandas. I thought it was when they died, because when dad died and when sister died, it's, that's when they started to forget about them. And then they said, oh, you'll, you'll be fine in a couple days. Yeah, that's, it's, it's probably the death. Yeah. Because like yeah. when Ilarion goes to visit Miranda's, people don't forget about Joffrey Mitchell. Yeah. 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 Which right. Is his, his, his <laughs> the rhyme he, he gives to create the portal. Is oh, such yeah. a good line. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it like, is. I wonder if he breaks his window uh, in the in the law firm every time he goes. <laughs> every time. <laughs> it's just like, where'd he go? I don't know. I, I throw my cup at the glass every time. I just want to read out that, that line. Go for it. Because it's, as light unlocks the future, let worlds unlock to me. Dust of bone, life of ash, a shattered soul cut by glass. It's really cool. I remember I wondered about this shattered soul that he mentions. And, or, and if there's like, um, maybe the people who can travel between worlds are in some way, like in some ways exist in all of the world, like pieces of their souls exist in all of the worlds. And that's what allows them to, to travel. Well, Wait, if which, Zoran which, is Mirandan, then yeah. Paul would have Mirandan blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is really interesting because no, like, because we know, know Lynn is human. Yeah, yeah. Zoran Tanasin, thats got to be a Miranda name. Like that's just too yes. ridiculous. Here's here's something 
that that I that I hadn't put together until now. Uh, in that in that panel when uh, Fiotora talks to Paul and explains to him the narrative and the destined one and and the great dark one. spread of the destined one and the Gorgeous dark one art. that was yes. so Gorgeous. cool. That's, that's like the feather in the destined one's hand, the quill, and, mm-hmm. and and then the chains like dragging behind the dark one. Anyway, super cool panel, love it. Uh, uh, Vault Comics people make that a poster. I'll buy it. I will buy it. Uh, I want that without the text so I can make that the thumbnail. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so on, on, on that spread, um, she talks about how the destined one has the power to travel between worlds. Yep. Yeah, it does say that. If that is something that is unique to the destined one, what is Zoran doing on Earth? Like, was he the one of the recent destined ones that's what i was or, thinking with the name of the sword because yeah everybody refers to the destined one as this light sword or the sword yeah, that with, it, with the, light. the sheath of the sword with with lynn mm-hmm. or or alternatively and and this seems less likely to me but like alternatively could he have hitched a ride with the destined one to earth for whatever reason the same well not hopefully not the same way but in a way similar to how uh Malmahan brought lin with him to mirandas i i don't think the destined one is the only ones one that can travel between the worlds because like i don't think that's their main ability their main ability is editing the narrative not not the not the main one sure yeah but it is it is an ability that Fiotora ascribes to the destined one. Yeah, it's they can reach two worlds beyond, but are bound to Mirandis's very soul. So there are or, other no, worlds okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I take it all back. Uh, the uh, the knight, the berserker guy mm-hmm. that attacked mm-hmm. Paul. He was obviously not the destined one. Yeah, and 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 yeah. he was obviously sent across. Now he was sent across. By the destined by one. <laughs> a destined one, right? So the ability... At the order of a destined one. Sure. Larian did not enact the spell. Well, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it seems like there, there definitely can be plenty of world hopping. <laughs> no, let's oh not call it that on the copper mind. Sure. Uh, going off of Paul having Mirandan blood, if Zoran is Mirandan, which sounds like he would be, is interesting because the Destined One and the Dark One, you know, come from Earth, that they're not of Mirandus. And so that is mm-hmm. very interesting if Paul is, you know, part Mirandan, how that affects the grand narrative. Mm. I don't know if it matters, but... Yeah, so my maybe... crack theory... Okay, let's go. Is that the important thing is that he was born on Earth. Yeah. Because I don't think, I think all of the Mirandans, the human Mirandans, their ancestors were from Earth. I don't think humans are native to Mirandas. Like I said, crack theory. Oh, all right. That's that's a hot take right there. The Drawl are the natives of Mirandas. That is what my impression was as well, is the Drill were native to Mirandas and humans came into that world and they were like oh these droll are the evil and we have to 
colonize this place. So I, I think I know where you're coming from, like with the whole, like the drills are very, very obviously of Miranda's, like with the, with how they come from the soil and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they grow oh, yeah. like plants. Um, so weird. But I think but there was a line, I think there was a line that described the Chronicle King as being bound to the realm of Miranda's. Mm-hmm. And so to, to me, that read that those humans, those Mirandans were also native and that they couldn't leave. And that, that's what makes the, the destined ones so special is that they're not bound. They, they the are bound. The world. Like it's okay, yeah. the destined one is bound to Mirandus's very soul. Mm -hmm. uh, bound to Miranda's soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, it says they can reach to worlds beyond, so they yeah. can still travel. I wonder what, how much ability the destined one has to edit the the narrative. Yeah, that's frankly, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Like, what horrible crap has Ilarion been up to? If he can do that, like a lot of stuff. Well. We saw him trying to, and he was pretty bad at it because his well, little protege, you know, met an untimely so end. I guess that's true. Th there is the argument to be made that he is no longer the destined one. And so he no mm. longer has the ability to edit the narrative. And so, like, he's still trying to, he's still pushing for it, but he can't. Interesting. And it's also interesting yeah. that the destined one has the ability to edit the narrative and yep. the dark one has the ability to delete the narrative or delete parts of the narrative which i mean those kind of go hand in hand mm -hmm. it's like they're deleting not, life itself they're not what the dark one yeah. Yeah. yeah binding delete, unwrite that which living. is made sacred by the narrative yeah but i also wonder if like the narrative writes itself but the destined one can edit it mm-hmm but there is probably some pushback by the narrative if you try to take those edits too far. Yeah, my you impression can, like, was that you can only edit small things. Mm -hmm. So I, I think Ilarion might have tried to make too large of an edit, and the, the narrative was not having that. Like, no, you cannot make this person the destined one or whatever. Yeah. Oh, this, this brings us to something we... I had an outline for this episode, and it's now completely out oh, the window. Oh, our outline um, is totally screwed, because we're just like, it, it, this <laughs> is the first time we're talking about this. We, we, I don't know, we're excited. Just blobbing. Yep. Um, so, so the scene at the end where Paul faces off against Krasis. Yep. Oh, yes, yes. I wanted to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So what Paul does there, to me, like the way I read the scene is, so first of all, he accuses... Crisis of feeding on the souls of what I assume to be the droll. And then he, he like grabs either his soul or his power or, or both and gives it back to the soil, gives it back to the droll. Yeah, what is up with that? And, and, and then goes, your souls are your own. Like, the way this read to me was Krasis feeding on the souls of the drill, which how the hell? So like in this scene, there is, um, Paul has a great line of, I'm the heart of the city, which is a great callback to 
earlier on. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. But now that I'm looking at this again, I remember in the moment I was questioning on, on whether or not Krasis was in fact the destined one. Yeah. And if the destined one was like an artificial construct by the humans that like they took the the souls of the droll and like fashioned them into the mantle of the destined one. Oh. Which is and so it's like killed the destined one, restored the droll their souls. You are not- I don't totally know if that works, but yeah, there's no like, foreshadowing for something like that. But they, I don't think there's also anything that like explicitly contradicts it. Yeah, it's this whole scene I felt came a little out of nowhere. Yeah, the ending like, definitely goes real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, what, what does Paul mean by you are a stolen soul? And it's like you've taken their power for years to fuel your own. But now it's returned to the soil, and then all the drawl and stuff rise. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I remember I was thinking when I was reading this, maybe that's something that... Yeah, I guess I guess that, that goes along with Ian's point, right? Maybe, like, for years, instead of just killing the drawl, uh, Ilarion and Krasis have been killing them and also capturing their souls and, like, feeding power into, into Krasis. It's like, I, I, I think it's... The impression I got was it was like far older than that. Like I don't think Ilarion was the one that did this to the droll. I think this has this happened to the droll when the psych the narrative began. You're thinking every destined one. Yeah. Not just Bill Jewel. Yeah. What do you think, Danielle? Yeah. You're gonna say something. Well, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking because his sword lights up and he goes, I'm blessed. Yeah. And so there's another magic sword, and we know the other magic sword is <laughs> the dark ones. And so I was wondering if maybe, like a game of telephone, each destined one is training up a new destined one, and they're kind of misreading the narrative that they're supposedly editing and kind of getting it a little confused as to what their actual purpose is. My impression was that the destined one is supposed to rise kind of out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. you, the, the way the way the Chronicle King was talking about it, the reason he was so outraged at Ilarion intentionally training a distant one was because the Chronicle King believed that the narrative requires a dark one to rise, and then as a response to that, there comes a distant one out of nowhere. Yeah, and so now it's out of sync. You're thinking? Mm-hmm. Well, it's out of sync, and Ilarion is either doing nothing. At best, or at worst, he's trying to force the hand of the narrative. But the real thing that's out of sync that really we don't know is that Malmahan came and there was, Mm. quote, no destined one to rise. Because it was like that weird thing that that was the weird part there. Like, Ilarion could have done something weird in the cycle before Malmahan that screwed things Mm. up, for sure. But alternatively, there was a destined one for Malmahan, but Alarian got rid of him. Ooh, I do, I do kind of like oh, that idea. To, to like steal the spotlight? Because mm-hmm. he's totally that type of guy. He totally is that type of guy, for sure. He murdered the yeah. Chronicle King and had no issue with that. Well, mm-hmm. sorry, he 
made the princess uh, kill the Chronicle King. Fro- Froxy murder. Yeah, yeah. He's the reason and why. Like, he and he is very dramatic and full of himself. Oh he yeah, is so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like you can tell the Chronicle King. The Chronicle King has a great line of like when Alarian first arrives. It's like, "Bring on your storm clouds, my wizard of ill tidings," which actually reminded me a lot of Gandalf. Yeah, because well, I mean, Gandalf Stormcrow. Like also a white wizard. White wizard, yeah. I like that idea a lot, actually. I I wouldn't put it past Alarian because that makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And it feeds into is like he knows better than the narrative thing. Mm, yeah. Like, like oh, narrative, you're gonna pick the guy I chose, not the guy you want to choose. And and that could like further feed into the whole well the 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 Malmaham slash no destined one maybe murder destined one was messed up like because at the mm-hmm. end Malmaham talks about uh, he being the one who actually like broke the narrative and like won the game mm-hmm. but now Paul was gonna reap the benefits of that except yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, I think Malmahan damaged the narrative potentially in some way, mm-hmm. but it was Paul that actually broke it totally. How did Paul break it? By killing the supposed destined one. Yeah, but he. Uh, but I he never thought that he was one. actually the destined one, so I don't think that yeah. it was actually broken. Like, I think we'll like, definitely see a destined one. Yeah. Um, I think the victory was at least what um God, what was his name? Krasik? Yes. The draw. Rustic. Yeah, Rustic. Yeah. Rustic, um yeah. I, I think the fact that the forces of the dark prevailed is is what Rustic and Nika thought were were like the 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 signs of, of the narrative changing or breaking or like, hey, we are forging a new narrative now. Yeah, but like Weren't these like massive desolations? Like there would probably have been engagements, and the, they kind of won some of them. Uh, but like, I I don't know. Maybe but it's like the force of the light were like angling for this to be the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they won the battle is the big thing. I think we will see a destined one though. I kind, I kind of want. Paul to be both the Dark One and the Destiny. That would be really cool. Alternatively, I want (laughs) Theatora to be the Destiny One. Yep. I definitely like her for it. Yeah. But you know... She Mirandan? Yeah. Yeah, she's Mirandan. Mm -hmm. But she has the line about growing up, she knew she was going to be the Destiny One. Yeah. Which I think that that has to be something. I mean, the thing is, is that Ilarion telling her about the destined one and stuff that they're always of earth maybe i don't think we should take that at face value necessarily you know because he could he can freaking edit or he he at least had at some point the ability to edit the narrative right but i think that's that's one of the that's the thing that's too big true yeah i don't think the destined one could edit how the destined ones are chosen i don't think the narrative would allow that but like there's unless that's what screwed up the narrative. Alarian edited himself in to replace his successor. Well, 
Ilarion changing the narrative in such a significant way, saying destined ones can now be Mirandans, that the narrative just burned. Regardless, don't trust Ilarion. Like he could be full <laughs> of crap and, and like with half truths and stuff, and that would be totally legit because who knows the extent of his machinations, right? Like, I don't know how, but, like, he could have done all sorts of weird crap. Now, speaking of Destined Ones, in this episode, we were destined (laughs) for an ad break because you know what we have today. I know. Great segue, right, guys? Uh, We had, we're going to go to our own other world, the advertisement realm, because we have a real sponsor. Not even kidding. Yes. Yes. Um, he Eric is not joking. He's not about to make a terrible Cosmere theme. No, no. This is not by Demetrium's misconnections or whatever the first one I did was. What I don't it, it even was remember. Like something like some food product. I don't know. I don't it remember. Was terrible. It Ellen was pretty Basin bad. Beef. Oh yes, yes. Was it it was the Ellen Del Basin. <laughs> yes, yes. It was about ham. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it was ham. Yes, yes, yes. But this is a. We have a real sponsor. We're sponsored today by Hank Green. Uh, and we're sponsored by his new book, A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor, which comes out July 7th. Jess. Same day as the Kickstarter. Same day as the Kickstarter. Hooray. Uh, one of those will probably be more important to this fandom. But if you want to check out some fiction that is not sci-fi or fantasy, this would be pretty good because they don't write uh, spec fiction, but it's the sequel to an absolutely remarkable thing, which is the story of a young woman thrown into fame during a global crisis of contagious dreams and mysterious robots. So I guess that there is some technology aspect to it. Uh, I have not read that first one, uh, but I know Jess is a big fan of John and Hank Green and has read stuff of Hank greens uh and as am i for that matter i haven't read the like i'm a huge fan of them in like the internet sphere yeah yeah they're cool people they're super cool people and uh as for this specific book uh the library journal starred review said throughout this adventurous witty and compelling novel green delivers sharp social commentary on the power of social media and both the benefits and horrendous consequences that follow when we give too much of ourselves to technology Sa- I mean, sounds about right. That do- This actually does sound reasonably interesting. I would probably need to read the first one first. Uh, but this yeah. is also... It's, it's advisable to read the, the first books in the series. Oh, you mean you're not supposed to start book. with the ending first? Yeah, right. Uh, no, seems, seems pretty cool. Uh, and Hank wanted to sponsor some indie podcasts and so took uh, part of his advance to fund small podcasts. So... That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Uh, and yeah. and this is also not only a sequel, but it's also the conclusion to the story of the f- first book. So it's not like part two of three or something. So that's always nice when Which a series just two. Mm-hmm. Duology. Duologies such a, are nice. Such a weird feeling not to have a trilogy. I know, I know, but but I like I like that. I like that. So and so you can go to HankGreen.com. Uh, and you can get the book anywhere books are sold. Ebook, audiobook, hardcover, whatever. I love that phrase. 
anywhere books are sold. AKA it's a very accurate statement. Yep. Cool. That, I think that's really awesome to have a real ad sponsor for a book. It's up our alley. So hopefully you listeners don't terribly mind too much. But uh, and, and a sponsor we like actually like and, and our fans like, yeah, this is not a sponsorship by match.com look or look me undies yeah look if i could get a sponsorship from dr pepper i am totally doing that i am shilling <laughs> I out for dr. agree with that dr I, pepper is good i drink way too much of it dr pepper sponsor shardcast i will shill for dr pepper uh no problem uh there there's plenty of things i'll shill about but may, maybe not me undies <laughs> But, but this one was not a hard show. No, no, it wasn't. And uh, SciShow is great. Uh, Vlogbrothers is great. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jess is a big fan, especially. So. Crash Course. Crash Course. Also great. Crash Course, yep. So cool. Pretty much most of what they do is good. So. Yeah. 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 So that's super nice about that. So anyway, mm-hmm. let's get back to our Destined podcast on this. And I think Destiny foretells that this is going to be a two-parter because uh, <laughs> we kind of have a lot to talk about. It's like, what if we talk about that one thing? Hey, remember when we were talking about uh, when I was trying to talk about Paul and Nika and we just like, because we <laughs> oh, have no rails. <laughs> yeah, we totally like really, guys, you are getting us at the freshest of fresh takes where we literally read this yesterday and today and we have not discussed this in like any way. It has not even been 24 hours yet. It has not been 24 hours since no, this has no, come it's out. it's like 23-ish. Yeah. 22-ish. I do have a question or a topic to to reel us back uh-huh. onto the, the not very stable rails. Yes. Um, There's no trains in Miranda. So the, so. the first dark one, Carcoon. I don't think that... Was Carcoon, that the first one? I, was that the first Carcoon one? was the first. Oh, that's really I, interesting. I think he was the first. Oh, that's right. interesting. So we don't know much about him, right? Uh, and and I I didn't look at the entire thing. What I was what I was preparing my notes, but like, freaking Shakespeare tried to write a a, a play about him. Oh yeah, right, right. Because because you read it and it kind of le- reads like Shakespeare like doesn't Shakespeare. mean much. But then there's a note that says, "Hey, William, <gasps> maybe maybe come up with a different play." Hogwash. <laughs> oh, and, I, right. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and Jackson Lansing did a, like a whole like tweet string, like thanking people. And he did explicitly call out like, and there's three pages that are literally a Shakespeare. Yeah, for the letterer who did those. Yeah. Oh, so it's, I did not think it. I missed that this was actual Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it to- there's totally a note. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe we should put this on screen. That might be good. If, there, if there's anything that you want to put on screen, uh, you got to let me know, because otherwise we're just in WAB. We're okay. not in WAB mode. Uh, well, we, we'll do that. And at some point, if we talk about the map, we'll do that. But Oh, we got to talk about okay. the map. There's yeah. so many things to talk about that our outline is just totally trashed uh, completely. Yeah. I fully came into this an orga- unorganized mess because I knew it was going to be an unorganized mess. I had, I had no I notes whatsoever. Any planning I did wasn't going to matter. I had no notes whatsoever. Well, I didn't. I didn't plan as much as I just wrote things down so I don't forget to talk about them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Shakespeare tried to write a freaking play about uh, Carcoon, the first dark one. And yeah. As so as, as best as I can tell, 
Uh, obviously, there are some words missing here and there because of the creative artistic angle of the thing. God, but like, it tells the story of essentially the moment Carcoon quote unquote ascended, right? Became mm-hmm. the dark one. Like, mm-hmm. it, it seems to pick up just before he drinks from the well of sorrows. A well of darkness. Uh, mm, well, at least this is, is called well of darkness. darkness. The, the yeah, okay, scene, so, the, so the place called. Um, uh, Rustic calls it the Well of Sorrows. Oh, okay, interesting. Which may or may not be, but but the Well the they well. usually call it the Well. Yeah, uh, but it, it seems to pick up just before. <laughs> it, it's essentially that though. It <laughs> is. It's, it's the Well of Descension. Look, we'll circle it, back to the Well eventually. <laughs> um, but so so just before uh, his father is apparently dead, his mother is dead, his wife or lover. Um, who is the only sister. other named character in the... Well, except he then kisses her like a man kisses. So, um, hopefully not his sister. <laughs> I, I mean, there it's are times in, the, in it's history. In the, it's in the play. It's in the play. Uh, uh, what the hell was her name? Kessel. 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 That's a much better pronunciation. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, but yeah, so she's the only other named character in this play, which which automatically makes me wonder whether she has had a role in like the 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 advent or the, the journey of the first dark one, right? And so the way this this whole thing read to me was that oh he like Kirkun had been warned not to drink the well his whole life and stuff like that, but then he eventually does it and. Obviously, there was no Dark One before him, right? Because he was the first one. And then at the end of the play, once he's done all of that, uh, it seems like the second page or the second set of pages outlines the defeat of Kirkun by the forces of the light. And then like the last stanza is him going, or at least I think that's what he, him going, essentially, you may have defeated me, but I will keep coming back in the bodies of, and I quote, uh, human boys with mind a trouble features fine until eventually he has his, his victory. And so, huh, yeah. One, what's up with Kassil? Uh-huh. We have absolutely no, it, and no. I, it totally not, sister. So, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, that, but. Our, our first reading is like, the, this is why we're discussing in, this. In, in, in your defense, when I was writing my notes down, I was like, what's up with Kirkun? What's up with Kisio? Is she his lover, his sister, whatever? And then I read the thing again, and I'm like, oh, no, probably not the sister. <laughs> At least we hope it's not his sister. Well, whatever. But so, so one, what's up with her? Two, what's up with him? <laughs> and, and three, is every dark one since him essentially Parkoon. like yeah is yeah is he well i just like he's not possessing them right because paul definitely had like it, it was he's still, still him yeah yeah mostly like he was more knowledgeable and powerful and stuff but like it was it was still him but like mm-hmm. the promise at the end of that play that Kirkun will keep coming back and and taking uh uh young boys troubled minds mm-hmm. troubled minds yeah yeah <sighs> Almost... Or, or maybe the last psycho would be 
a troubled mind features fine. Like that yeah, would signal that on that my is going to be final the last form. One. Like, what is that on my final form? I dare thee uh, look upon and know thy death in time. The dark consumes the rest. Like, I guess final form isn't referring to the child he's taking. I guess that was the idea that I had, but I, I'm convincing myself that that is not the case. Like, unless it's like the final child that he, yeah. he takes. I, so it was like, I almost wonder if. So the Legend of Zelda series uh-huh. of video games. I don't think I had to say that because every pretty much everyone knows what Lord of the Rings. You know, uh, Legend the, of Zelda is. I really like the Legend of Zelda novels. Really, those are my favorite. <laughs> there are mangas of adaptations, but pretty much every game has Link, Zelda, and right. Ganon or Ganondorf. Yep. And in the Skyward Sword, which is theoretically chronologically the first one right. yep they defeat the demon king and he has a line about how we will be reborn again and again like mm-hmm. enacting like the same yep. cycle yep so yep. i wonder if that is similar to this where it's it's not carcoons like it's mind simple. being reborn but like it's his soul being reborn as the new dark one and so, like, there there are similarities, but in a way, they're also each their their own iteration of that person. You know? So, would the destined one be reborn, or is it a new one that rises to fight this constant evil or dark one? I don't because it doesn't mention in say. that in that play yep. any particular destined one it just says kingdoms of light so maybe the kingdoms of light are just supplying someone to fight him constantly i'll say destined you're one there like it's he's like cursing the narrative almost like until i've consumed your will to battle forth to narrative's bleak end well so he wants to break the narrative like yeah he, he wants to break the like the, the the thing with the dark one that makes it a little bit difficult for me to talk about is that like the wheel of time keeps like <laughs> bleeding into my brain because it's th- there's some very similar concepts I mean, going on that and again like legend of zelda ah like reincarnate like yeah. the brand is clearly drawing on all of those sorts of things yeah right? it's like, um <sighs> and this is like a plot plot archetype plot device trope yeah like trope, that yeah. i particularly enjoy it's like where it's the world is being run by story logic. Like, I have a question. Yeah. If if Kirkun was the first dark one, what was the narrative at that point? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the 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 main like so when when they talk about the narrative, they talk about a lot of things and how it like mm-hmm. binds the lives of everyone together and stuff like that. But like the main things about the narrative are the dark one and the destined one. Mm-hmm. But if Kirkun was the first dark one, then why is he so upset about like, cause he does appear to want the narrative to crumble. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously bitter about that. What if Kirkun forced the narrative into this perpetual cycle of dark ones and destined ones? Until eventually a dark one won. That before, like the the narrative was still doing its thing, like 
being like this fate or destiny, whatever. Sure. But then Carcoon, the narrative said Carcoon would lose. Carcoon didn't like that. And he did something to the narrative to put it on repeat. So So it's like, Rostick does say that Carcoon's rise, it set the narrative in motion. So he he specifically says that. In in the play at the beginning, Mm -hmm. he goes, was it not your counsel, Father, to be thusly cautious of the Bane Mirandus? So Mirandus has the droll. They Mm -hmm. live there. They're from Mirandus. They follow the Dark One. So why are they referring to at the beginning of this as the bane of Mirandus? There's something is flip-flopped. Of the bane Mirandus. Didn't didn't they refer? So I, I couldn't remember this at the time, but when I was reading this play, I could have sworn the phrase bane Mirandus had appeared somewhere else in the text. Oh no. <laughs> and I and I thought it referred to the Dark One. See, they called the Dark One the Bane of Mirandus. I I think so, like in in modern day. Linguistically, the Bane of Mirandus would be the Dark One, but like the without the of implies that Mirandus is the Bane Mm -hmm. of something else. Did I? I think so. Did I not That's how I... say, yes, father, ne'er, I, ne'er shall I seed life for destined doom? So it seemed like they kind of knew that he would be destined for this, but the, like, right? Well, like, it's not what that all line's... dark ones come from Earth, maybe, um... like, his father didn't want him to go to Mirandus. Oh, the Bane Mirandus. Oh, okay. Like, Mirandus was the bad place. For Carcoon. Because if he went to Miranda's, like, he would become the Dark One. But, like, also, Dark Ones didn't exist yet at that point. Well, but there there could have been some, like, warning or danger or prophecies or or whatever. Some... Prophetic histories? Prophetic history, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) Uh Stealing my thunder. That's why I'm here. Speaking of thunder, also Mirandus is lightning-based world, I guess. Uh, that never came back up after the lightning tree. Oh, the tree? Yeah, well, what was up with that? Well, let's, it seemed let's, like the Blackened yeah. Lands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Carcoon cast. Welcome There's to Carcoon cast. In this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, honestly, you know what we need to do? We need to do a whole freaking episode where we read this out like we do epigraphs and just like piece apart every freaking line. Like, because honestly, we totally could. I, I in the do wish I, below I could if you want us to do deep dives on Dark One. I kind of want to do deep dives on Dark One, guys. I, this so do is, I. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into this. I, I know the viewership will just be so much lower. Uh, but I don't care. It's it's pretty good. It will probably help when the hardcovers out, because <laughs> right now yeah. it's like j- literally just the ebooks out. Hardcovers. We could just out. type up all of the dialogue so we can search it. <laughs> that would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it, it'd be interesting to see the live stream Brandon's going to do about Dark One. Oh yeah. Ooh, now. Ooh, we got We got to prep some questions for that. He wants Dark One questions. I, we can get that ready. 
So I actually have a, a, a question that I think is very interesting that I would love Brandon to answer. Uh-huh. And I will give you all a sneak peek of that. So Dark uh-huh. Moon was originally supposed to be Cosmere. Right. And so the whale, mm. it, it like the whale feels like the whale, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whale feels like a shark pool. And so I very much want to find out like which elements of the dark one like how how was the original like Cosmere dark one story supposed to work and like where can we find traces of that it could be a lot like how skyward was like originally designed as Cosmere but like it did, there wasn't really a design to it it was just like more like yeah. an idea yeah he had the idea so it's like but I think Dark One also hopped in and out of the Cosmere a few times during development. I think so. So I wouldn't be surprised if like there was a more developed version of Dark One in the Cosmere. I actually really liked the portal fantasy nature of it with Earth and Mirandus. Mm-hmm. Like I that's usually not my thing, but I thought it was it worked pretty well. Uh and like playing yeah. with the tropes of like the light and the destiny and stuff. That helps. I, think. I actually found yeah. an interesting part where um, Ilarion is talking to um, Theodora about the Destined One and where he he always comes from Earth. Uh He says, "Um, do you know where I'm from, my princess? Uh, uh, She thinks that he's a man of Mirandus. He said, no. And then he says, my world stole your narrative and together we can reclaim it. So there's something going on with Earth and Mirandus and they're tied together and... Mm -hmm. Earth had an effect on the narrative that was already in place in Mirandus. So maybe this is where the Dark One oh. and the Bane of Mirandus kind of came together during Carcoon's time when he somehow, we don't know, mm-hmm. went to Mirandus. And there's also oh, the line by Malmahan that this world, Earth, is just an echo compared to echo, correct yeah. right yep which is weird because you, where you said weird earth being the real world yeah though well, later on he also describes someone describes um miranda's as an ideal in the mind yeah that's hilarion when, when so Ilarian talks people, to fiotora mm-hmm it's like they Especially, both think the other world is not a, the the original world. Yeah. What if it is Malmahan from Mirandus? Is that why he thinks Mirandus is the real world? Could explain why there wasn't like a oh way he why there wouldn't be a destined one to rise up because Malmahan mm-hmm. was different in a way. Yeah, he was right? not really the dark one. Yeah, yeah, he just like was getting all something. mixed up. Yeah, so maybe it's not Alarian's fault, but yeah, I imagine there's some lore with those two that uh, we yeah. will learn about for sure. Actually, I, I think I think you might be exactly right about that. I don't think I'm. I'm in fact, I'm pretty confident that Malmaham was a Mirandan just from like the way he talks. Yeah, it's weird, and like yeah. he 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 says that this world is a prison. Which, which would make sense if Valerian sent him there to Earth. Yeah, yeah. But but it's also fascinating how how Paul also also as a kid uh, 
thinks that he doesn't really belong here. Like it's it's playing off of that vibe as well. And so I wonder if that's like his his Mirandan blood calling him. His Mirandan blood or the narrative calling to him even then. Yep. Calling him to be the Dark One. Because he had yep. the Dark One ability yep. at that point. Because Before he drunk from bound the his system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had that ability. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. I kind of I want to talk about the, the, the sister thing. Because I, I wanted to talk about that like an hour ago. But, you know, that's fine. We, <laughs> we had great discussion. Uh, but, like, was Paul and Nika on Mirandus when they stepped on the mine? Like, I would say no. I, no. I don't know where that mine came from. That's yeah, like, really, that that's really felt out it. of left field, right? Yeah, yeah. that was I. That, that was one of my biggest notes. Like, what the hell was with the landmine? And why does, like, he blame no, but, himself for her death? Like, that, that part I didn't quite understand. Uh, because he because, kills her before the landmine does. Yeah. He like kills her oh, with the dark one before it could. Yeah. Before she could step off of the mine. Yeah, yeah but she would have died anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's like a four-year-old but or he's whatever. He's manifesting his power. Older than four years old. He's much age. older than four years old. <laughs> yeah. He's like more like eight or something. Eight through ten. <laughs> I don't I don't know how kids work. <laughs> no, clearly not. <laughs> um, but then like there's a scene where like a, a little bit before, like they like, did Mirandus know what would happen next and, like, kind of looks like Kingdom of Light E, you know? Yeah, it On, does like, feel like it to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're running around, but why is there a landmine? Like, that, that just, yeah. like, really comes out of nowhere technologically. And, like, the Dark One does have technological things with, like, the automatons, but, like, landmines? What? I don't know. Like, I think that landmine is from Earth. I think there is more travel between the worlds than we may be anticipating. I like they're trying to bring if... modern warfare to Mirandus to fight? I, like, I'm not totally convinced that's Mirandus. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yeah, either. Yeah, it's so green. <laughs> well, but like, on... There is a lot of green, but then there is like... I guess it... it it's just very yellow because the sun is there and there's this really yeah. tall, like not camels <laughs> I, I don't even know what you you call those things well they're, like, they're they're their own animal like the the yeah, same yeah, way yeah. the the evermouth was yeah the same yeah, thing. yeah for sure but like it is so green and but like if destined ones do come from earth they could totally use like earth weaponry things which is an interesting idea yeah yeah Hop back, get some landmines, just blow up the Dark One's armies. I'm pretty sure it's Miranda's now because in his study, he has all these skulls of those Evermouth beasts and he has the head of the drone. Yeah. yeah. This claw thing and he has a map of Miranda's mm-hmm. behind him. So, well, oh, so yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's I'm, a good point. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. And I think this is Miranda's. But also, it's possible that these portals could just lead to anywhere. Considering like, there's like, so he can have yeah. he can have artifacts and memorabilia from Mirandus because he is Mirandan. Um, right. But, but this he has could a be just that a, send him a, wherever he a, wants a portal. to. Yeah. 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 Now, if 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 this portal fantasy is more like 
like Narnia, then this portal has a like a fixed destination on the other side. Yeah, but it just like the pain. Unless it goes go to the woods between the worlds. Yeah. Yeah, but like they they do go through that like almost interstellar space ish thing, and so it really with feels the like weird they can leaf. go. Other. Yeah, with the weird yeah. leaf and like oh, like the floating planets or moons and stuff. It's like I don't I don't know. They could couldn't they go anywhere? Like I I don't know. Yeah. It's... And there's something weird with the time in Miranda's because they always say there's no hours, there's no days. There's no and then days, they said yeah. while they're traveling, what happened might have lasted an hour or a year. Mm. Well, it's, that that was one comment I had is like reading this, it feels like it takes over the course of a day or two. Yeah, like two days. Yeah, but but yeah. it takes place over three weeks. Right, yeah, it's because it's like at the beginning the it says is... the now is the big battle, and then it jumps back in time three weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I loved seeing the prologue of the Dark One murdering oh, Rostic, yeah. and then seeing mm-hmm. that again just with the extra context. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, he isn't pure evil. Like like it yeah. read so differently. Oh yeah, that was so I... cool. Mm-hmm. They they executed that really really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Like to to me, that was almost more of a more of a payoff and a climax than the the battle and crisis and uh, field or the end. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Like that, and I mean, again, one of my favorite parts is, oh no, Paul used a power to imprison his sister. Like, ah, uh, I I just really love that. That like that's like one of the first things that we get about Dark One abilities, and then in retrospect, you're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And his game yeah. that he's developing, that heart of the city, and how that actually is what's right. going on with the whole world. That was a yeah. really great yeah. tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, well, when I... you wake up, it all starts all over again. That's a reincarnation. I love that game idea, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would play that. I feel I would be very overwhelmed by that game, and yes, I would same. not have fun. <laughs> me, me as well. Uh, so, I think, friends what we'll do is we'll split things around here. We have so much that we want to talk about and like thoughts on what's going to happen next. So we will do that as well. How about we uh, talk again briefly, any like final overall thoughts before we go even more in depth. We've gone plenty in depth in this one. We'll go more in depth in the next one. Uh, But I just wanted to like kind of wrap up this part one of this episode with if we have any other thoughts i want book two yeah (laughs) i do too same curse you brandon Um, new things that i want immediately Ah! so one one thing that surprised me so obviously we and and by this point you already know that we all like the story yeah and Mm -hmm. We like the characters and we like the world building and stuff. One thing that surprised me when I was reading this is that it really put the novel in graphic novel. Like, White Sand was... <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 it's perhaps, un, perhaps unfair for me to compare this with, with White Sand because mm-hmm. White Sand was never meant yeah. to be a graphic novel. So... So there are issues there, but like reading this, it very much in many ways read like a book, but with pictures. Yeah. And at times I felt like the pacing was a little too fast. Uh, 
I yeah. think Theodora going from wanting to be the destined one to murdering her father in the course of three minutes because the white wizard told her was perhaps a little rushed. Um, there are no minutes on Mirandus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happened over a week, really. So uh, I've been got. <laughs> the The pacing is just weird because time on Mirandus is weird. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Comment on time on Mirandus. Like, I think it's because Mirandus operates on story time. The narrative time. Ooh, narrative on time. narrative time. Narrative time. Which, th- that's actually... I, a much longer topic that I don't think we should get into. Yeah, right yeah, now, but, but 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 write that down, and we're going to talk about that in the next thing. But ye, you're right; it did like feel like a book, and like it did have a conclusion. Uh, like I do really want the next one, but I wasn't unsatisfied with this because a lot of key questions were answered. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm if I'm more excited. About, like, obviously, I will always be more excited about Cosmere content yeah. than I will be about non-Cosmere content. Right, Just yes. by the nature of, like, like the Cosmere saga is so much bigger than everything else, right? But, like... And we're in deep already, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But this is really, really interesting. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I like this better than Skyward, but I, I like, like this better than Skyward. I really like Skyward, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I like this better than Skyward. Th- this hits a lot of the tropes that I really like, like more the so format than format of a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so hard for me to compare those two because I like them for two totally different reasons. So it's really hard for me to compare these two. But I'm like, I'm really surprised how much I like this because new things. It's always hard for me to get it into any new series or anything. I'm just like, eh, whatever, don't care. Even though it's like. It's a Brandon thing, so I'll probably usually like be on the positive scale, right? Generally, mm-hmm. I think we're contractually obligated to buy everything he publishes anyway. So, well, yes. I don't know about audiobook originals. I, I'll, I'll, I'll might pass on that <laughs> to be honest until I can get some transcripts. I will Even... listen to them, listeners and viewers. God, don't worry about it. God, we will have guys. content about them. We will have content about them, uh, but. I, I was just really I'm like pretty into this and like I'm sure we're gonna see about the lightning stuff uh, oh man uh, Danielle what, what do you think well the story is engaging and very interesting and unique um, but the thing that I really liked was how the art kind of filled in things that the novels wouldn't a novel wouldn't be able to do like we were talking about different ways that the artwork pulled the story along without even using words there yeah. were scenes that uh you could see and then the juxtaposition of the beginning the prologue and the ending yeah well it's just something that you can't really do as effectively with just words and just imagination you you can see it visually on the page and it's very very interesting and it's also something that I can share with people who aren't necessarily big readers, which I have a lot of friends in my life who don't read. And so this is very exciting for me to be able to share a book from my favorite author that they wouldn't normally read if it was just, you know, words on a page, but it's got all this art and action and stuff. So and the intrigue, I'm really excited about that. It hooks you really quick, you know? It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that wait, prologue. <laughs> yeah. 
and you're totally right about the art because like oh when his eyes glow he's using dark one abilities and it's like mm-hmm. oh right great mm-hmm. and even like as soon as he drinks from the well the the text bubbles they're red mm-hmm. and black right and like that's a yeah. cool yeah. juxtaposition that like like you could use a different font in a book but like that doesn't really work like way of kings they have well, to do and- small caps for Stormfather, and you know yeah so many more tools and yeah. and yeah. yes you do you do lose some stuff mm-hmm. by by going to this medium as mm-hmm. opposed to like pure text uh obviously you don't have as much ability mm-hmm. to like word vomit and describe mm-hmm. things and explain things but it works very well with the tools that are available it, it mm-hmm. makes it a tight fast read which like i, I that's always good nice uh but yeah. Yeah. If anything, just the ending is a little too fast, because uh, a lot of things happen, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And as our discussion uh, proved, they pack so much into it. Like, they pack, he, there's all this world building that there, it's there in the text and in the images, but it's not been expounded on in the story because there's three, well, two more books, I think, maybe, hopefully. Potentially. <laughs> But I'm at Probably. least excited to get more lore. Like, there's enough lore mm-hmm. and mystery that, like, oh, yeah, you totally can do a lot of these other multimedia things. So, remember, like, mm-hmm. there will be a TV show. There will be these audio things in addition to the graphic. There will be a TV show, potentially. Well, They're working on one. It might not actually happen. I think J. Michael Straczynski is attached, though. Like, that. that's... I mean... yes. Until it's I, I introduction. Think, that's true. You're 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 not okay. wrong with given all Hollywood things, but when you get a big name like that, uh, who who did Babylon Five and things like that, like that, it's it like bodes well. It it's bo- not a it, yes, true, true. I think it's just that he's busy, and so that's why it hasn't started. But I'm I'm pretty ready. Well, there's also like funding that needs to happen. Well, yeah. Uh, that's that's the more that's the bigger thing true 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 Uh, at least we'll get plenty of lore and stuff so Mm -hmm. cool uh we're not gonna do who's that cosmic character in this because this isn't cosmere uh but who's uh, that miranda's character there's not that many uh drink (laughs) from the well of sorrows and or darkness uh depending on how you like it and uh become (laughs) the lord ruler and then jump over in the cosmere and edit yourself into the cosmere The, the narrative encompasses And then the Earth will be in the Cosmere. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then, then you go meet the Reckoners in the Apocalypse Guard. Easy. It's his master Terrible. plan. Yep. And uh, thanks for Hank Green for sponsoring this episode. So yes. you can find us on 70shard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can come talk about Dark One with us in the forums and in our Discord. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud. You can leave us a review on iTunes. And if you like our stuff, you can support us on Patreon if you want. And we'll see you in a bit. I don't know if this next episode will be in the next week because we've got the Way of Kings Kickstarter, so we might do something for that. But it will be soon where you get more Dark One discussion. So we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Ta. Uh, I'm going to press stop on this and pee, and then we'll continue, if that's okay. Okay. Okay.